Stop scaring him. Hope this thing don't pick up what I'm putting down. <laughs> Maybe I'll do my faxes today. <laughs> uh, if you guys hear a little bumping, it's just Barkley upstairs. Don't mind that. Hopefully it doesn't pick up too loud in the... No, it's not picking it up. Bumping Barkley is what you're calling him? Yeah. So I call him because he's a... So... Anyway, uh, let's go ahead and get started. <clears throat> mm. So I'm trying to figure out, sometimes it has a little fade toward the end, and that is very strange to me. Yeah, I don't know why it does that. I, I hear that it too like on my That is freaking end. weird. Like, it's very strange. Like, it seems to only do it maybe a few times at the end. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's weird. We'll just call it I our staple fade in end of the pod fade i uh, call it call it i'm being censored all right lean into it man that's what we that's what we should do <laughs> Ooh, chop 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 right. chop 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 choppity chop hello 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 welcome to episode 101 of the super weapon podcast most overpowered podcast on the internet it's your boy dares the artist and as always i got my guy dc here with me today the quilted quicker picker up. Ooh, that's, that's what I am today. I am Downey. How many times can you say that in a row, chat? I'm not. No, <laughs> we're not. What we're not gonna do is we're not gonna say we're not gonna say that in a row. A little tongue twister for you guys on episode 101, man. We're officially in the triple digits. If you guys missed last week's episode, it was episode 100. Um, where me and DC just kind of went over some fun moments. Uh, I, we had a really good time last week, I would say, man. You know, we didn't have much in the way of discussion topics, but, you know, it was still a good episode, and you guys definitely should check that out, man. But here we are, episode 101, and we're talking Elden Ring. The Ooh. game that everyone's been talking about. <laughs> Ooh, that everyone that everyone's been <laughs> Oh, the game that I hate. Huh? He loves it, guys. Don't listen to him, man. So, yeah, man, I, I would say this is probably the biggest release of the year so far. Um, you know, it, we, we we're pretty deep into, excuse me, we're actually past February. It's first week of March, uh, March 5th. Um, February, you know, had its onslaught of games for a lot of gamers out there. A lot of stuff to choose from for everyone. I really just kind of abstain from buying games man and i think that's really been my mo and will continue to be my mo for the rest of the year honestly like you know we kind of talked about it before just getting caught up in like hype cycles and games and stuff and i mean you know dying like two came out and it kind of came and went don't really see many people talking about it much anymore um of course you know a lot of people are talking about destiny this week because today is actually the world's first race for the game um raid race yeah, every every big expansion there's a world first raid race where the community and the developers kind of make a big deal out of it you can win a world championship style belt which is pretty cool if you're the first team to to beat it um and then like after that you know the game kind of cools off but uh it, it seems like elden ring's really been it's had a pretty some pretty good staying power i would say man i've you know I, i've been kind of taking my time playing the game i know you've reluctantly was playing it because the game was gifted to you which i <laughs> oh god i was forced to play you such know, a... he was so adamant about not playing it man i just <laughs> i i really want to just start off by you know hearing your initial impressions of the game man because i know 
I mean, this is the first Soul game. This is my first Souls game, and I think it is for you as well. But I played Souls one for two seconds. Um, <laughs> I literally played Dark Souls one. I couldn't get past the first part. I turned it off and deleted it off my hard drive immediately. Wow. Um, and the only reason I played it because I believe all of them were on Game Pass at one time. Really? So oh, yeah, man, I missed that. Yeah. Once again, Game Pass strikes again. Because I don't think I ever would have played that game if it wasn't for Game Pass. Mm. Um, it was extremely hard. That's not uh, the one and only one lazy, dirty, casual, 1L, DC, me, casual player of games. Um, I'm not putting in the time to even really get good at this game. And this is not to say that the game is bad, because obviously it's not. Everybody loves it, but you have to be honest with yourself. Is it a game for you? Because I see a lot of people jumping into this game because of the shiny glitz and glamour. Oh, it looks good, it's great. A lot of people apparently are uneducated on the Soul series. Mm. So you got a lot of casuals like myself. I knew what the game was though, but you have a lot of uh, casuals who didn't really know the gist of the game who jumped into it and was like oh i'm returning this oh this game is too hard yeah definitely seen it's a lot stupid of blah 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 and like i said game is not bad for the people who love these type of games everyone is loving it i've seen nothing but like rave reviews people are just jumping into it like all these people played all the souls games the borns and whatever else to me I've actually been trying to just trudging my way through it. But I don't know. Honestly, I don't know if I finish it or not. And then the fact that it was gifted to me kind of doesn't put an emphasis on me beating it. Like, now, if I would have paid my sure. money for it, sure. I would have been more inclined to put some work into it and beat it. I don't know. I really can't tell you guys right now. It does have, like, a, a good satisfaction. Like, I kind of get it. Like, when I do accomplish things on a game, I haven't beat any freaking big bosses yet. I've been getting my butt whooped by, like, the smallest things, but when you do accomplish something or overcome something, you do feel a great sense of accomplishment. I think that's where these games, like, kind of shine at. Like, that's the, the, the draw-in to kind of complete something that's really tough. And, you know, you have hardcore gamers that that are really into that that kind of thing. So just speaking for me, honestly, really don't think it's for me. I don't know where I stand. I don't know if I'm going to finish it or not because I'm currently, if you follow Super Weapons uh, Twitter, you'll see that I am really deep into Cyberpunk right now. I've been playing a lot of Cyberpunk. I've been playing a lot of Mass Effect. And so maybe if those two games weren't a factor, then maybe I could really jump into the Elden Rings. Don't really know how I feel about Elden Rings, man. I really don't. Like, I get it, but I'm still trying to figure out if it's for me. You know, and I, I really love that you, the the one thing that you really did say, um, and that was something I was actually going to bring up too, was, and, and it seems as though, you know, FromSoft went from, I don't want to say they were a smaller or lesser known studio, because it seems as though, you know, whenever they typically will release a game, it's usually pretty well received by the community, at, you know, at large. And 
I think their popularity has only grown over the years, you know, from releasing the Dark Souls games to Bloodborne to, I think it was Sekiro after that, and then this game. Um, you know, it just, it, it seems as though there is that general consensus where I, I see, I see two major schools of thought on this game. And, you know, the one is, is what you're saying, you know, is a lot of people have been jumping in and, you know, they'll either like, like what it's presenting in front of them or they'll hate it. And then they'll call it a crap game or a bad game. And, you know, I personally to, you know, speak on my own experiences though, um, I, I really, and I called this, you know, after the first time I played it, I was like, this game is really like a breath of fresh air for me. Um, I wouldn't consider myself a hardcore gamer by any means, you know, clearly, cause this is the first souls game I've ever played. Um, and I think what, what it is, I don't know really what it is about this game that interests me so much. I think, you know, it, it could be a combination of things, you know, the setting, the, the lack of hand holding, I think, is is what I enjoy the most. And, and when I say that, I mean, the game lets you discover things at your own pace. Boy, does it. And, <laughs> you know, you usually have games like this, like open world RPGs that are very hand holdy. You have a map full of icons of, oh, man, collectibles and, you know, a, just, just a mm -hmm. map full of stuff that you can't even really... And you can save when you want to. And That's you can the save when you want difference to. Difference in this game, mm -hmm. boy. And I and I think that you know I I've played so many RPGs, open world games over my over my life that you know, and I've I've expressed this sentiment before that I had basically become burnt out on them. Um, the last major one I played being. Uh, Gosh, I think it was Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Now that I'm really like thinking about it, I think it was Assassin's Creed Odyssey, the one that I really put some serious time into. Um, and I just, I really enjoy that this game is difficult in all the right ways, you know, mm -hmm. the, and that's something that we're going to talk about later too, excuse me, um, is, you know, we're going to talk about artificial difficulty versus like, you know, what What I feel like this game is presenting, which is something that's challenging but rewarding um, at mostly every turn. I'm not going to say every turn because there are some things that have happened to me in the game that I was just like, eh, you know. Um, but I think for the most part, I've been enjoying this game. I've just really been taking my time playing it because I've heard from other people before, you know, this being the first open world game that FrontSoft has developed and released. You know, when you're stuck on a boss in like Dark Souls, you, you're stuck until you beat it. Like there is no... Let me go back and get some more materials to upgrade my character. Let me go circumvent this boss. I can go around the area he's in so I don't have to fight him um, to move forward or progress the story. Uh, I, I think I just, I, I really love the fact that the game gives you so much choice, but it also it can be very punishing in a lot of regards. And, you know, I, I feel like there's going to come to a point where I'm curious if they're ever going to release any stats on how many people actually finish the game. That's what I'm curious about. I don't think they ever will. But, you know, of course, we always see, like, the funny clips and stuff on, on Twitter, TikTok and stuff. But, you know, that's that's something I am curious about because I myself have plans to beat this game. I'm not in a rush to beat it. I'll tell you that. Like, I'm just, like I said, I've been just really taking my time. I just beat the first major boss the other day. Um, what was his name? Margit? Margit the Fell Omen? Took me about an hour and a half. 
to actually beat him. And that was with the assistance of like the summon, you know, some summons and uh, an NPC summon as well. But I didn't feel like I cheated myself by doing that. You know, it was actually still very rewarding. And I felt like, like I said, like I felt accomplished, I guess you could say. Um, but that, I, I love that you said that, man. Like, that was, like I said, that was definitely a, a big sticking point that I wanted to talk about is do you feel as though, because there have been some people who are, as with every gaming community, jerks um to to say it nicely you know some people are like oh man you haven't beat this boss you haven't gotten this far yet you can't one shot every boss yada 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 do you feel as though this game do you feel as though people will finish the game like not even just your average person or just the community or the people who picked it up if, if it's their first game if it's their first souls game yeah like do you feel like this game will or does it or does it not do enough guiding I don't want to say hand-holding, but, you know, enough guiding the player through the game to help them finish it, quote-unquote. Um, For first-time players, like like I said, speaking for myself, um, like I said, I don't know where I'm at with it. It's a lot of caveats with what's going on with me. Like I said, the games, I'm playing different games. It's my first game. I'm a little off-put by the difficulty, not going to lie. But if we're just speaking about other people, other people that I've seen who, you know, it's their first time playing, hmm, I think it's about 50-50, man, to be honest, to be quite honest with you. Mm. It may be about 50-50. I could see some people, because you do have, like, completionists out there like my stepfather who is also playing the game shout, out, his, shout out to that guy man like it's I, his I first soul and... shout out to your step pops man he is a gamer through and through man <laughs> oh he's 100 percenting the game he already told me like, i love that he didn't beat a lot of like dude he didn't beat a lot of monsters and everything like he's beasting in the game we gotta and get he's him, like we gotta get him on a podcast man i i just really want to hear from him one day just the audience oh no to... he's getting his um I told him uh, because he's getting his webcam and uh, microphone and stuff. So it definitely could be a thing in the future. It, it definitely can happen. Oh. But at the rate uh, he's playing this game, because he's even making my mom mad. Like, <laughs> she like, yo, he'd be on that game like tough, bro. Mm. And like people like him, who is a fur, he's a first time Souls guy. He's going to beat it. Like, I'm pretty sure he's going to beat it. So, I don't know. I would put the little meter at about 50-50. Some people may be overwhelmed and just be like, you know, eh, I don't know. And then, because we live in this microwave era, like, another game come out, you kind of get lost in the sauce. You know, people throw games on their backlog all the time. That's true. And think about where we at in February. We had the, I mean, not February, March, my bad. Yeah. We had the month kick off with Dying Light, all this hype. And it's like, each game canceled each other. Yeah. It was like, everybody's talking about Dying Light. Then, um, what was the next one that came out? It was Dying Light, was and, and I think Sifu, and then... Sifu came out and kind of canceled out Dying Light. So everybody was on a Sifu kick. Yeah. And then, what was it? Horizon came out. Yep. Horizon I, came out I and Sifu faded. It faded exactly. So <laughs> then, 
when this game came out, it was like, no, no, no. It was one. It was Horizon. Then what was the next one? Um, it was Destiny, I think. After because Horizon Destiny. came out on the eighteenth, and then Destiny came out. Witch Queen came out twenty second, and then this came out on the twenty fifth, if I remember right. Yeah. So every time one of these games come out, and this is it, it made it. It. I, I want to say honestly, it doesn't even have nothing to do with the games. Yeah. The games may be stellar. It's just we live in this microwave society of what's here now you know what i'm saying what's in your face now and elden rings and this is what goes into placing a release date for those who think release dates are not important you got elden rings on the the, the ass end of the release cycle and look what game is kind of like in the forefront and sticking around plus to add on that it's actually a good game and, and um, what is it? Uh, Horizon is really that game's not slacking at all. Like it, I don't know if you've been watching it or I've watched a little bit of it. I think I'm still kind of in that situation or that mindset. I don't necessarily. It's not that I don't like Horizon. I never played the first one, so I didn't mm. play the second one. And and I, and I just like like I said, man, my brain is just so weird right now when it comes to like the type of games I like. Right, and I just look at Horizon like another, just another open world game. Like, does it really do anything? And this is once again, just like you were saying, not to take away from the game and and what you know people may like to play. You know, does it do anything different from the formula? Does it take the formula and change it enough to where it moves it forward, or is it just another open world RPG where you're you have your 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 list of stuff to go collect or you know you're being guided very very clearly guided by hey this is the main mission over here here's a bunch of your side quests over here you know that you know hell i mean elden ring doesn't even have a, a quest log like you can run across side quests and it makes you find <laughs> a map yeah like you have to find yeah you have to find the map to open it up and versus where you have like that gray cloud over most games and you as you're exploring the map it opens up as you're running through it i just i don't you know i, I think it's been and and tell me if i'm wrong right but I, I really feel like we haven't had a evolution of the open world genre in almost a decade at this point there's been a few examples like i look at like breath of the wild i played breath of the wild didn't like it but i felt like it moved the genre for it and um the game that came out, uh, Samurai game. Ghost of, Ghost of Tsushima. I feel like that did a great job as well of moving the open world genre forward, you know, where you're using the wind to kind of direct you, you know, it's kind of telling you where to go, but you don't have to follow the wind. You can, it really encourages exploration versus a game like Assassin's Creed or Horizon where you're like, okay, I know where I can go. I know where I need to go. Let me plan this out. You know, I just I think I'm looking for something different personally. You know, not I think to go on a tangent, but you know. No, no, no. I think the way like we've been friends for quite a while. So I kinda know what like your mind is like you like challenging things. Like and I think this game is gonna kinda give you Yeah. That challenge that you've been looking for. It's something because of the games that we play, we play like a lot of first-person shooters and stuff like that. And I feel like this is kind of filling in a void for you. Yes. And 
this game, for all the reasons you like it, is the reasons why I hate it. Like, and that's how <laughs> this is how this dynamic works in this podcast. Right? <laughs> so, like the hand holding that you're talking about is something that definitely comes into play. I kind of man, I really wish I could stream this for y'all because you you guys would probably die laughing. If I had a stream set up, I would stream just that yeah. because I was literally so lost and I was trying to be hardcore about it. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to look on YouTube. Sure, I was sure, going to sure. play it out. And so I'm like, is there a proper way? Because I got confused because I was like, is there a proper way to play this game? Right? Like, I'm like, yeah. is there something I'm supposed to be doing first? Is like... You know, I thought it was like a chronological order. Like, go find the map. Then you'll get this weapon. Do you do? Like, no, it's just completely... You'll know if you're too weak to be in an area because you keep getting your ass kicked until you level up. And, like, I found dungeons. I found different types of weapons. It's a very patient game because each monster, like... Everything is a pattern. Like, that's how games work. Stuff, yeah. attack patterns stuff like that you just learning their attack patterns learning what what's the best weapons to equip to use to put you at an advantage it's a lot of strategic stuff in there for someone to get really deep into the game and i think i just have very bad patience i need to be more patient with the game because what really kills me is to level up you need the runes right yeah. for everybody's listening who never played the game Every time you kill something, it drops runes. Which is like and the, you need, the game's currency, essentially, yeah. And you also use those to level up. Mm -hmm. But if you die, you lose those. But it's a marker on the map. You can go back and get them. But if you die <laughs> on your way to get them, they're gone forever. They, they, they disappear into the wind. And so that within itself has created a whole freaking challenge for me and then this game you cannot save wherever you want and think you're going to start there so if you die you're going to go back to the um what is it the grace i call them the grace the, poles yeah the, the sites of grace yeah yeah sites of grace so if you've been traveling like a long distance and you get your butt whooped and sometimes you will get lucky it'll ask you hey if you want to start here or do you want to go back to your last grace point yeah, there's like these uh I forget what they call those statues. They look like the little red ones, the like ones, the little brown ones with like the wing maidens, yeah. Mm -hmm. You can if you if you pass by one without realizing it, you can get lucky and start there, but yeah, I haven't found a good way to identify those myself. I've just gotten lucky a few times like you said. And so these yeah, these little things within this game, right? It was driving me crazy. But then I started to do some real I started doing some real cheesy shit. I'm not going to lie. Like, I started cheesing certain monsters that I knew I could kill. And I started building up my uh, levels. So, the thing is with this game, because the monsters tend to respawn, right? Or if you're near a, uh, one of the little grace things, like, you can keep going to it and then come back. And so, I found the spot where I was, like, kind of cheesing monsters. Like, I'll, I'll kill all the monsters, go to the thing... It'll reset. Yeah. Yeah. Then I'll kill him again. And so I found, like, I leveled up and I actually got some decent, uh, like, a new uh, armor upgrades. I got a new shield and stuff like that. So nice. 
Hey, and I just want to tell people, man, because I've seen people online doing this, and it was like, you know, people were kind of the the elitists were kind of were saying that this is. Yeah. I say, hey, man, if you find a way to cheese in this game, do it. There's no shame. And that's, and that's <laughs> the thing, right? Like, I, and I agree with you on that. There is no right way to play this game. I don't feel as though. And I guess we, you know, that kind of falls into what I was going to ask you about, like how you felt about the combat. I feel as though there's so much, there's enough variety in the game in terms of builds. I mean, because you have to pick a starting build for your character that focuses on specific attributes. Um, mm -hmm. And you can, you know, as you're playing the game and leveling up, you can lean more into those attributes or you can completely forego that and do something else. You know, I mm -hmm. don't feel as though there is a right or wrong way to play this game. And I think that just like you were saying, the elitist or the people who are like, oh, man, I've I've played Dark Souls one, two and three, 89 times and meet Bloodborne 170 times. And, you know, don't don't on other people's fun. You know, they if like I said, I had to use AI summons to beat the first boss after banging my head against a wall for over an hour. DC will tell you, he was there watching me play. <laughs> it was a beautiful stream. <laughs> and, you know, the 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 feeling of, of accomplishment I got from it wasn't lessened by the fact that I used, you know, AI to, to help me or use certain things that, you know, some might deem, oh, it's too easy. The game's not easy even if you have those things. I just, let's just be 100% clear about that. Like, you can have summons they'll still get murdered pretty quickly in most situations. Right. Um, but if you find something that works for you, do it, man. I've seen a lot of people do that. I'm not going to do that myself. Like if I get to a point where I feel like I need to go back and, and level up or, you know, I'm, you know, go explore a different area. I'll go do that, but I'm not right. going to poo poo on somebody be like, Oh man, you, you sat here and killed soldiers for three hours and you got a hundred thousand runes. That's not the way I did it. <laughs> That's me. I'm a cheese ball, damn it, and yeah. I'll say it. Whatever's clever, right? Like, you know, FromSoft's not saying they 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 designed the game in a way to where once again they encourage you to explore and to play the game that the way that best fits you. So right. if you have to stay in that first area of the map that you're introduced to. And you want to just kill all those enemies over and over and over and over and over till you get to level 100. You know, I've seen some people do that. I think it's cool. I think it's interesting to me. I learned something, actually. Actually, man, look, you are a very, very patient fella to do that. Because yeah. last night, I was literally in the group chat with my, my nephew and my brother. Right. And I didn't even, like, I was doing it so much. It was It became so, like, like repetitive. I forgot I was even playing the game. Like it was, I just literally just kept killing the same monsters. And I was like, because I need my dude to have more health. Like I need my dude to have these stats because I'm not good at this game. Like some people could walk around with that little bitty wick, as I like to call health bar. Right. My right. health bar is kind of lengthy right now because I've been adding to my strength and my health. And I'm just like, I feel like this is what's going to prepare me to fight some of these bigger bosses because. I'm not good at this game. So I think the joy of this game is when people kind of find their own lane to kind of defeat things. Like, mm -hmm. you know, there's no one way better than the other one. Sure, 
you know, I tip my hat off to people who run around with a little wick of health, butt naked, doing backflips and killing stuff. Like, <laughs> hey, you got it, bro. Like, you good. I tip my hat off to you, but, you know, you people like me, I'm going to find cheesy ways to kind of get around stuff. Like, I mean, I even saw a guy fell, be- he fell between like two rocks and the boss couldn't hit him. It was some weird shit going on and he oh, was wow. able to like hit the, he was able to hit the boss and they couldn't hit him and he was like, oh, this is not the way I wanted to do it. But I, I wrote on the comments. I said, hey, man, the gods have bestowed upon you <laughs> this W. I said, hey, man, don't you turn. Hey, don't you turn your back on Jesus. A win's a win is a win, man. And Right. You know, I oh. just I just feel like we're, or at least for me, like I said, man, I, you know, the combat, I think, is really stellar in this game. It's. I don't think it's slow by any means. Once again, that depends on your build because I've seen some people run around with gigantic war hammers. I've seen swords, swords, and, and somebody you know dashing around and and moving really quick and like it's so it's so diverse and it's been such a long time since I've played a game that has really challenged the way I think critically about situations and you know I didn't even get this experience when I played uh, Outward a couple of months ago. Um, I feel like that game's harder than this. And I know a lot of people might, you know, call me crazy, but you know, I never felt at one, at at any point outward, I never felt like I had a chance going into an encounter. I always felt like I was going to die nine times out of 10. Whereas this game, I'm like, okay, I have these abilities. I know relatively, I'm pretty good at predicting what, what a lot of monsters and, and, I mean, you, you run up against a human opponent and they have a sword. You can kind of guess what they're going to do. They're going to swing their sword. Um, you know, you just just like you were saying, you know, you just have to have patience and and you really have to be kind of deliberate in the moves that you make. And I, I don't know. And maybe it's like chess to me. You know, I just really enjoy it. Um, it really is. It really is. That's a that's a perfect way to put it. Like. It's um, because that's what I like say with like fighting games like Street Fighter. I'm like, you know, it's just movement. It's just learning what they do and then countering it. Like, and I think for who it is, like it's going to appeal to some. It may not appeal to others, but, you know, I'm never going to be that guy to be like, you know, like I say, I'm not going to be up there like, hey, man, if you cheese it, cheese it all away. Like whatever, 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 it, <laughs> whatever it takes for you to get them in results. I'm not here to judge. Right. Like, like I've seen, you know, I've seen some of the craziest things I've seen people, you know, uh, in the soul series, like uh, Dark Souls one, like go through the whole game, just like with a towel on and a, a dagger, like crazy stuff and like beat the whole game. And I'm like. That's no, cool, no but that will never be me. Right? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No death runs, and man, that's crazy. I respect because you guys, man. You you guys are the true monsters of this whole series. Man, you guys, and also, <laughs> man, and look, there's um, there's someone that I watch, and like, man, the way she beast at this game is crazy. I'm trying to see what is her her Twitter, uh, the Highland Bunny. That girl is too good. She's too good at this game. She makes it look so easy. Yeah. I call her the Elden Queen. That's what I call it. <laughs> like, she was funny. laughing. I was like, that's crazy how you just make this game. But then again, like we said, I believe she has, like, experience with the other the other games. 
So that's kind of her jam. Like she plays it a lot. So, but yeah, man, I'm now that I've talked about it. I don't know, man. Like, I'll play it. It'll I'll be there. It. You know, even if you decide to, you know, take some well, time yeah, away, you know, it... just to finish Mass Effect or. Or, um, oh, I'm finishing Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk, yeah, yeah that's, the, that's the game I was thinking of. Cyberpunk, all I want to do is just funny because Cyberpunk, I just really get a joy. I spend a lot of my time in photo mode. Like, I think it's time to return to Cyberpunk. I've heard enough good things about it. I, I think I might... Maybe maybe it'll be like an April or May game for me because um, there are two games this, that are coming out this month that I want to play. One of them's going to be on Game Pass. so um, And that's Tunic. And then you have Tiny Tina's uh, Wonderlands comes out on the 19th. And the snowboarding um, game. I'm not going to play it. I don't think I'll be done with this game, honestly, by the end of this month. I really don't. And, I don't, and I'm okay with that. Like, I think, you know, I think what people need to do is, hey, guys, you're going to kill yourself trying to keep up with all this stuff. Just play at your own pace, man. Even, even streamers, right? Like content creators. Yeah. Of, like, don't. You know, I used to be that guy. I was that guy about a year ago, jumping from game to game to game, and I was miserable. Like I'm, I'm so much better off playing games at my own pace right now. And you know, maybe in about two weeks, I think the Elden Ring hype will cool down a little bit. Um, you know, as new stuff comes out, of course, and people move on, but I'll still be here playing it. You know, and. And I do have a question, man. How is the game on Series X? Because that's what you're playing it on, right? You're playing it on Series X. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> My trusty Xbox. It never lets me down. Never. And I want to shout out to Xbox because thank you for putting Flight Simulator on the X Cloud, which allowed me to free up 140 gigs of space. 140. 40 gigs that game is Thank almost you. 200 gigs are you kidding me yes bro and so they did that just in time or when i got elden rings i was able to take it off and put that on there and then xbox put it on cloud so i could still play my flight simulator good job good Thank job you know, we talk about game pass a lot for a reason guys that's all i'm gonna say man that's that's ridiculous yeah, I, 140 you know, gigs, folks. Oh my gosh, games are getting ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, I've been playing on PC, and up until that patch they released this past week, I was having some issues with the game, like some frame hitches that people were talking about. Um, ever since the patch, I haven't had any issues whatsoever. I mean, that was the only thing that was happening to me. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I've seen some people really kind of like try to shit on the game, saying it's. Oh man, the game's unplayable. No, it's not. Like that was really the only big issue that I saw. I mean, compared to things like Cyberpunk when it released, <laughs> this game is, you know, I think it's it's pretty pretty great um at the moment. So, definitely been having a good time playing it, man. I I want to talk more about Elden Ring as time goes on. You know, I think eventually we should have another conversation about Cyberpunk once I get a chance to sink my teeth into the return it. of the punk bro i think so i think i think it'll be a good time to i think it's a good time to return to the game um the return of the punk you know like i said man i'm i'm really not jumping out the window at new just new games that release because there was a bunch of games i missed last year because i did that like i didn't take time to really kind of look 
And if if I did that this year, you know, I actually would have been pretty upset that I bought a Dying Light 2 because that game did not release in the best state, <laughs> even after multiple. So let me ask you a question. Should we come to terms? Should we come to expect games releasing kind of in a, you know, should we like be expecting for games to release and not the best of states because it seemed like every freaking game that came out in the last what month or so or if, even if you want to say year cycle or whatever it seemed like these games are coming out and they have to patch them out and but to be fair i used to pc game like when i was in high school and stuff yeah and what people don't realize was it was pretty much the same thing like i remember um playing like Half-Life and stuff where they had to uh, update it and patch it out. Like, this is not nothing new if you were playing PC games, but I just like, realistically speaking, is this something that we should come to expect when games drop now? Like, they're going to have a day one patch, you know, or... Um, is it fair? I'll, like, is it I'll fair say to yes. Listen? I'll say yes. That's a very fair assumption to make, and... I, I'm kind of like two minds of this, uh, of, of game releases nowadays is, and it seems like there was some point during last generation, maybe like midway through a little bit later that games got to a certain point or a certain complexity that, you know, you can, you, you would always really expect, like, like you said, a day one patch or some sort of patch to fix things later on. I mean, I think it's just a part of the process now because games have gotten infinitely more complicated and they continue to do so every year. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not really a believer in the, the COVID conversation anymore when it comes to game development. And when I say that, I don't mean to say that games are going to get, you know, they're, they shouldn't get delayed or anything like that. I just think that this has been a thing since before COVID, right? And I think COVID only really shined a light on it how difficult and troubling game development really can be especially when you have hundreds and hundreds of people working on a product i think mm -hmm. you know we're just at a point where no we shouldn't be okay with it but just temper your expectations when it comes to games or I, you know, and I understand why game developers do the pre-orders and stuff like that. You know, maybe as a consumer, right? Like don't pre-order games, you know, it's okay if you don't get that shiny helmet or that shiny emblem to, to display on day one to show that you were a day one supporter. You don't need that to tell yourself that you were a supporter of the game. You know, I just kind of look at things like that as just a fake digital good that you don't really need, you know? And that right. way, you know, you know, take a take a day or a week to see if the game is really worth your time and money because games are only going to continue to go up. We're going to get to a point where games are going to be seventy dollars across the board. You know, a lot of people are mad at Sony because they did it. They're just mad because they're the first ones that did it. But I promise you, Microsoft and every other developer eventually is going to going to join them in that. You know, it's not going to just be them. I mean, one of the big things that once again, makes Game Pass so attractive is the fact that you don't have to pay $70 every time a new first party game comes out. You know, you're just paying that $15 a month. And, you know, if you're an avid, even a semi-avid gamer like us, like you'll get your money's worth 
from Game Pass off of one game, even if you only download one game a year, you'll you'll get mm-hmm. your money worth eventually. And I just yeah, it's you know, it's great. I it's just great. I, I really feel like the you know games are especially at the AAA level. You know the 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 uh, the tippity top of where we are. There's only like a handful of studios where games come out that don't really have many issues. You know, I, I think, I think of without, with the exception of the GTA trilogy, Rockstar's games usually come out pretty solid when they release, you know, I can't really remember if GTA five had many issues when it released on 360 and PS3. The online did the The regular, the online, remember the online for GTA didn't work for a month. That is true. That is true. So yeah, I can't even really say them like they didn't really release a truly complete package. But to be fair, I think that was Rockstar's first time throwing their hat into that type of arena. Sure. You know, they didn't have um I don't think they had too much experience with creating something of a multiplayer type game. Right. Just to be fair, just to shoot them a little bell, you know, it was their first time and they had a lot of issues. I remember that cuz people wanted to play that game bad online. Like, yeah, I remember because you had to do the initial start mission and it kept freezing up and it was a mess, man. Yeah. And, so, and you know, and you know, my other thought to that is to, to complete the question, you know, sorry for the long answer, but you know, a lot of people, a lot of players who aren't our age don't remember before DLC patches or before, they were able to fix the games that we purchased, you know, back in the mm-hmm. day, you got a game and it, it was what it was. There was no fixing any hacks. If it was a blood bug <laughs> exploit, it was there. There was no fixing it. You know, you just had to deal with it. And I, you know, and I think a lot of times gamers look at things with rose colored glasses on, you know, that nostalgia, you know, I'm sure if we went back and played some of those, I mean, hell, we even talked about mass effect one and how just dated the game was. You know, just from a standpoint of not even bugs or anything, because that game had bugs when it came. Let me tell you something. That game had some bugs. When it first came. <laughs> <laughs> Mass Effect One was not a perfect game when it launched. I promise you. Um, you know, but through the re-release and 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 you know patches and stuff, the game just you know for people like you who've never played it can experience it how it should be now. You know, versus. Just like I said, you pick up the new Super Mario back in the day and it you, there's a spot in the map that you can fall through. There's no fixing that, you know, too bad. So sad. <laughs> you got to jump or go around it. You got to go around it. You got to, you know, like I, I think that a lot of time patches and stuff get a bad rap in the in from the gaming community. I ain't going to say from developers, but from the gaming community, it's, it's always people looking to jump on and farm drama and stuff on Twitter and TikTok and stuff. Oh, this game's broken. It sucks. Like I saw a lot of that with Elden Ring. Like, and I, I didn't understand it. I was like, this game is phenomenal. Like, yeah, I had a couple of hitches that got me killed while I was playing, but I, other than that, the game was was great. And they released a patch people, a week later. <laughs> like they, I think people are just. Cl- I mean, we live we we living in a time where a lot of people are just real clickbaity, and mm-hmm. you know they're gonna say whatever it takes to to get hits on whatever they're creating. We just, I mean, we live in a nasty time. I'm just, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't disagree with you. Well, the, the, the things people would do for attention, I could, we could make a whole episode about that, but 
we're here to talk about Elden Rings. And so with that being said, I'm going to give it a score. Ooh. I'm going to give it a score, guys. I said, hey, we don't do... Re- yeah, we are not reviewers by any means. <laughs> but you know what? As a new person to the series, I just want to slap a score out there. Sure. For me, after all I didn't said about it, and if you see me on Twitter ranting and raving, it's because I probably died. I didn't got mad. And so you might hear a lot of, you know, this game, you know, <laughs> throwing that out. A few F-bombs, you know, but I would say... I would give Elden Rings out of a 10, mm, an 8.5. Everyone's giving it perfect 10s. I'll give it, and this is the reason why. Okay. Because I'm very story driven, and I will admit, I don't know what's going on in Elden Rings. I don't. Past the first, like, initial cutscene, right? Dude, I don't know what the story's about. I don't even know if it has a story, but the challenging gameplay. Just the way it looks, it's a very, very beautiful game. It looks good. It looks great. The mm-hmm. bosses, from what I encountered so far, the, the creativity with the bosses and how they look. I'm a very visual guy, so it looks great to me. So I'll give it like I'll give it a fair eight point five. Man, it's just it's just I'm still trying to come into grips if if it's a game for me or not. That's all. Hey man, that was you. You probably have given the most honest take on the game I've heard from people, um, just like newer players, I guess, at large. And that, that's most of the conversation I've seen. I haven't really seen too many uh, veteran Souls players talk about the game, or if they have, is some of it's been a little negative. Um, yeah, a lot of people are saying that it's easy, and I'm like, if this what? is easy, I see. Now this is probably about as as deep as I'll go. You know, and I have, and it's funny too. Like I've seen some people like, yeah, man, I'm going to go back and play some of the other games. Like, you know, I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool with this, you know, that's okay. (laughs) Stick your big toe in there. Get a little bit like people, man, look in, in the gaming world, you know, there's a lot of gatekeeping type behavior and Mm -hmm. dog. just let people enjoy stuff, how they enjoy it. We living in some very effed up times, right? It's a lot going on in the world. Let people have their, as long as it's not disturbing their their personal life. Let them get it how they live, play the games they want to play. Like cut cut all the gatekeeping behavior. Cut that crap out, man. Like let people have fun. Let people have fun, man. Let them. Have so if you want to, you want to play, you want to play a little Elden Rings and don't play the rest. Hey, I think I'll play. Like I'll be definitely on the lookout for whatever they do next. You know, I'm. I, I don't think this is the last open world game they make. I think, you know, we'll eventually, you know, a lot of people have been clamoring for Bloodborne too. I don't really want to play the first one because I hear it, it's, it doesn't run well, not because it's a bad game. I just hear it doesn't run very well. And a lot of people hmm. want it on PC. If they put it on PC, I'll check it out. But I just hear it like as a, as a, the game as a whole, it doesn't run super well. Um, and I don't really want to fight against the game to play it. I did enough of that with Ninja Gaiden 2 back in the day where the camera was awful oh my god we <laughs> need know, to do a top 10 worst camera angle game. oh yeah that's it's definitely up there there's no way anybody's gonna convince me otherwise from ninja it's it's a fun game but you're fighting the camera just as much as you are the enemies and, and what if that's the point then it's, that's a bad game <laughs> that's, <design>. a bad. <laughs> that's a bad game design feature that's all i'm gonna say but... hey i was trying to bail y'all out Dev, so i was trying to help you <laughs> 
But yeah, boy, man. was trying to help you, man. I would I would love to hear if anybody in the audience uh, who's listening to the podcast, um, if you guys have played Elden Ring, if you have any interest in playing it after hearing this, man, I'm curious to know. So please reach out to us. Let us know, man. If you have played it, what are your thoughts? You know, if you if you like it, if you hate it, you know, I'm I just want to continue having conversations about it because I think this is a conversation that needs to be had about difficulty in games and um you know me and DC have talked about it before, especially with games like Destiny where it's we feel as though it's artificial difficulty. It's not mechanically difficult and rewarding in that way. It's just, you know, these enemies have more health. Oh, or, they just turn into bullet sponges. Or they're, you know, throwing more. That, that was our biggest. I know I know that was my biggest thing with a game like Division 2. You know, it was Oh, just, God. You know, you're, you're literally dumping nine clips of ammo into a big enemy. And that's not fun. That's not, it doesn't feel good. You know, it's just. We're looking for something a little bit deeper over here, man. That's that's just really kind of where I'm at with it. Um, the, the bullet sponge awards go to. <laughs> we should do categories like that for. Oh, never mind. I'm not gonna say that out loud. I'll text mm-hmm, you that. I'll text you that it, idea. Hold uh, it in. That's a good idea. I'm gonna text you that later. But hold it in because I already know what you're thinking. <laughs> I think that's it's time be. to create our own award show. It oh, is. Oh man, that's yeah. gonna be so good. I gotta. I think idea. it's that time. But yeah, man. Um, yeah, I think that's a good place to wrap her up, man. You know, just uh, I don't want to say a, a more quiet, chill episode, but definitely a good conversation. Um, Elden Ring is a game I'm going to keep playing until I can beat it. I don't know how long it's going to take, and I'm cool with that. Like, I'm so happy to say that out loud. Like, I feel like a weight has been lifted off of my shoulder, not chasing hype anymore. Don't chase the hype, guys. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I got. Oh, and oh, man, I forgot to tell you guys last week. If we got enough time, uh-huh. I'll make it quick. Oh, I gotta yeah. tell my balloon story, man. I forgot to tell the balloon story. Oh, with the hundred episode balloons. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh man, how did I forget the balloon story? <laughs> yeah, you good, you good, good. But yeah, man. So as you guys might have known, if you were tuned in, uh last week was our hundredth episode. So I decided I decided, you know, I'm gonna deck things out a little bit, blah, 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 whoop-de-whoop. So I went to Publix. If you're familiar, uh, if you're from the Southeast, I don't know how far Publix span out. It's a grocery store. So I go to Publix to get some balloons. It's the 100th episode, right? I don't know why I didn't shop first, then get the balloons so I could, like, beeline it out of the door. So... Me, I got the balloons first and I put them in my cart. And so I'm going around and I'm grocery shopping with these balloons in my cart. Everybody and their mother literally was coming up to me. Oh my God, who's a hundred? Is it your grandmother? Your great grandmother? That's awesome. Oh my God, God bless her. And I'm sitting here (laughs) and I'm like, so me being the idiot that I am, I'm just like, yeah, man, she's getting up there. <laughs> yeah, old grandma. <laughs> it was like, oh no. <laughs> it was like, and then it started, and then I was gonna like tell the truth, but it was see, this is what happens when you tell lies. Because then everyone started to converge on me, and it was like weird. It was almost like a paparazzi type moment. There was at least twenty people. And like this lady was going to go like buy a card, like it got out of hand. Oh wow! 
he got out of, and I'm sitting here, I was like, but guys, it's 100 episode of podcast, podcast. <laughs> you should have told him, yeah, man, you guys should check out the Super Weapon podcast. That's my grand. No, but that's what I was about to do. I had this like, <laughs> but the lie got so out of control so fast. It just, it got out of hand. There's nothing. You I turned do, around right? and looked, it was like 15 people behind me. They was like, oh man, your grandma's a, Oh and I'm sitting here, I'm like, uh That is incredible. <laughs> and what makes it so bad is this this Publix is near my house. So I go there all the time and like man, people like who work there now like they know me as the guy with a hundred year old grandma and I'm like <laughs> Now you have eh. to keep the lie going. There's no Now you... the lie keeps going and then who knows <laughs> bad this is gonna spiral. <laughs> I was like, Oh my god. Bruh, why didn't I put these balloons in the car? You have to let it keep going, man. And I'm walking in the parking lot with the balloons, taking them to my car. These balloons are big as hell, so I'm trying to figure out. I didn't do the logistics. I'm trying to figure out how to stuff them in the back seat. And somebody, hey, congratulations, man. Who's 100? Somebody yelling across the (laughs) parking lot. And I'm like, hey, thanks, guys. And I'm hurrying up, trying to stuff the balloons in the car. So then I'm driving home. The one is poking me in the eye because it keeps floating in the front. I have a balloon full of cars. I'm just in my little Honda. And the balloons almost make me have accident. It was a wild day that day. That's a beautiful, uh, beautiful milestone, I guess, that a lot of people don't get to hit. So, hey, happy 100th birthday. Hey, <laughs> RIP to grandma. I'm sorry. But um, the other day, you, we love you. <laughs> Wish you were here. That's awesome, man. Oh my goodness. That is a that is a story for the ages, man. I'm definitely gonna remember that. That's it, like uh, when I boy, when I tell you that lie got out of control fast. Like it was I was like, where's all these You know what you should do from? next time? You should just find a picture of a a, a, a very senior elderly looking black woman and just save it to your phone and show them hey this is my grandma by the way man you just keep the lie uh, look oh my god i go like i said <laughs> when i go there people know me now they're like hey man, how's your grandma like you just keep escalating the lie more and more that would be great man oh god no you should not be prompting this behavior you're supposed to be the rational no, one here man, i'm all for it man that's so funny. oh god jesus christ it's, <laughs> uh, what are we doing let's end the show stop oh, it Thank you guys for listening to episode 101 of the Super Weapon Podcast Triple Digit Edition, baby. You guys can find me everywhere. There's the artist with an E is a three, man. And make sure you guys check out everything Rare Drop and Rare Drop Sports on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. All that jazz, man. Got some fun, fun, fun stuff going on. Shout out to Professor Bro, man, because he has his raid tailgate going right now. Just checked in on him. He has over 15,000 people watching right now, which is just insane, so definitely gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna watch some of that later on today um after the stream's over because i do want to see who's gonna win the the world's first but that's gonna be it for me dc take us home baby um i just want to say whatever you're watching um be a friend share that link because i don't think i'm gonna be doing anything yeah sure like after i edit the video i think i'm just gonna kind of chill this weekend i'm not going to be too busy body. So uh, whatever yeah. you're watching, just shoot your boy a link, man. So I can watch it too. Yep. I'm going to be chilling. Just send it to you. There. But boom, I see it on my phone, but I don't have too much to say guys. Once again, we are, this is episode 101, baby. One, oh, one, one. Yeah. And we're like wine, baby. The older we, the better it's going to get. Ooh, so I like that. <laughs> hey, you know, every day we make it, we'll make it the best we can.
Y'all see the side of the back. That's all I got to say, man. Absolutely, man. Thank you guys for hanging out, man. It's going to be in the, the audio version as always. And if you guys are in the stream and chat, hang around because we're going to play some video games. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Peace.